welcome to Oyster Colours Part 2. I'm Adelaide Crane. I'm Brandon Reed. And I'm Dr. Barfol... No. Yes, it is Bartholomew Belvedere, not Barnabas. Are you sure? Yes, because I am the finest doctor on this island. I will have no argument. Yeah. Um, well, you're a doctor on the island. I'll give you that. <laughs> Uh, this is part two of Hoist the Collars. Yeah, um, lots of fun. At this point, I was uh, in a van <laughs> driving from uh, uh, deepest, darkest, I want to say Gloucestershire. Yeah, Gloucestershire. Um, back home. But whilst, whilst that was happening, what were you guys up to? We were in the woods yeah. having a whale of a time. I think the next thing in my notes is that um, we went to go and meet the French, the French settlement because... They, we were trying to pretend to be merchants. Well, before we went to see the French in town, I forgot this. We went on a little excursion to find some supplies, to which I found a bag of beans. A bag of beans? Oh, I a remember bag the of bag beans. of beans. Uh, we also found some, I believe, wood? Was it shot? Something valuable like that. So a very successful excursion, no attack, free booty. And then on the way back, we met, met up with some French. Mm. So the French had been marooned on the island. Marooned or just like, uh, like I washed think up? I think they'd washed up in the storm as well. Is because... marooned the same as washed up? No, uh, marooned is when you're intentionally Yeah, left. when people, yeah. Oh, yes, yes. So they, it's the one where they, they, they drop you off, they give you one shot, bottle of rum, and then leave you there. Do you think marooned five was marooned as a five? You'll have to ask them. Yeah, how right yeah, in. Right, right in. <sighs> You don't have to live with this, Morgan. Yeah, I know. Um, you chose this life. <laughs> How are the French? Me and Daisy were just hanging around with the diamonds and um, our good friend, Monsieur Lavender, comes oh, over. Oui, oui. Oui, oui. And he's, he's like, we need you to pretend to be captains. We need to convince these French people that we are not pirates and I want you to pretend to be a captain. And so Daisy ended up pretending to be the captain of the Dauntless um, and I was her first mate. So, because obviously we had to invent a merchant oh, of ship. Course. So we, we walk into this very important meeting with the French and like, yes, yes, we are very important people in this piratey world carrying our barred instruments uh, around. The captain of the Dauntless. The captain <laughs> of the Dauntless and yeah. first mate. We used a lot of pirates who weren't pirate captains to pretend to be pirate captains. To hide the well, pirate captains. Yeah. Not, not to, be, to pretend to be merchant ships. Captain. Sorry, yes, merchant captains. Because it wouldn't work if we were pretending to be pirate captains. Yeah. Just different didn't pirates. Think we were pirates. <laughs> yeah, we're not those pirates. We're, we're good pirates. Avery was posing as one of these captains. The captain of the daughter, I believe it was. Or the dancing daughter, something like that. The dancing Maybe. daughter. What was the chariot called? No. No, I think Frenchies. We were, I think we were named after a fish. Hmm. Yeah, so we um, then wandered off towards um, where the French had made camp wander off that was a two-hour trek it was to get oh, to the yeah. french camp it was a lovely lovely beautiful walk through the woods the woods are lovely it's yeah, such they, a nice it, walk it is a gorgeous location it, it was really just the invisible bridge from a main town to viking yeah so it was like just it was like two minutes walk away. oh i see yeah. when you say it, invisible it was, bridge, it wasn't I Oh, that's a shame. I thought you actually I was like, it is no, nice that time. would be lovely. Um, that was most of my experience of the battlefields, just like hiking around in the yeah, woods while everyone's yeah, running yeah. around going, ah! <laughs> I'm still like, banging my drum, like, this is pretty. This is nice. <laughs> no one can shoot me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm just going to, oh, thematic banging of the drum. <laughs> oh, thema- thematic banging. Of the drum. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, so we got to the 
French and I couldn't speak French in character. I mean, it can't out of character either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love that, right. the implication that I am fluent. <laughs> yeah. You know how in Flying Lead Nightmare being a priest got you all the game. It was the Frenchies, wasn't it? It was the f- mm. being able to speak French or pretend to speak French It what is what got you the game this time. It's weird what the meta is going to be because you yeah. can never predict it. Yeah, would yeah. it would not have been realistic for my character to be able to speak French, so I just had to stand around looking confused. But to be fair, you don't have to remember plot if you can't understand the language it was told to you in. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do like to because I've been sailing with Frenchies. I do like to say, "Oh, I've learned a bit of French, but it's Yorkshire French." That monge too. <laughs> Bonjour. Well, that reminds me of the the French word that um, Tom's character was throwing out. Yeah. So uh, whilst all the important Frenchies were in with like, I think it was a lieutenant, some high ranking officer of the French, making negotiations, explaining why we're here, finding out why they are there and what they want, uh, which included uh, Monsieur Lavender as one of the negotiations. One of the gentlemen was pretending to be a Spanish governor. So he was kind of pretending to be leading the town, but he couldn't speak it. I believe. Is this the guy with the umbrella? Yes. That was The LARP safe umbrella. That LARP safe umbrella was fucking incredible. Uh, I believe Barty was there as well, getting his uh, French on. But whilst this is all happening, all these net negotiations are happening in the fancy tent or house, the rest of us are left with the troopers, trying to make small talk and uh, act like we're legitimate merchant uh, citizens who don't understand a word of what they're saying. Uh, I think my favourite part of the negotiations were the French thought us English like to queue. So they started forming a queue for us, and then we all <laughs> just stood in line and like, ah, uh, they're making the English happy. So obviously we understand what they're saying because they're speaking but a you broken don't, French accent. Yeah. It is fun pretending not to know. So them. if they're speaking a French accent, they're speaking French. Well, it? it's yeah. like a hand gesture in front of your mouth if you're speaking French in character. Uh, the so. troops didn't bother with it, but that's... Genuine. How was that conveyed to you? Did they just... Uh, I just found out like while we were there, but then I think gotcha. I had to, to run back because I realised I'd left my handbag at camp and I had like my phone and my OC money in it and stuff. Yeah, okay. So I like ran back and came back and then all of a sudden I, people like, you know, like the quartermaster of the ship, I think, told me, or my, of my ship. The outrage all the English pirates had when someone went at the front of the queue, the French like, they don't like this. Why are the English getting mad that someone jumped to the front of the queue? But no, there were other bits where they, I remember I was, uh, because I was waiting for Miss, uh, Monsieur Lavender to come out, I was drinking my own uh, narcotics from my bag. Mm. A bit of Belvedere coming through there. I think you've forgotten my favourite part, which is when you thought of a French word, um, which was fromage, and you started demanding fromage. Um, and then someone came out and held two hands behind the back and, and then brought them forward and said, which one? Tom ha- tapped on one, turned it over. It was a baby bell. <laughs> which is how my character learned the only word she knows in French and can proceed to then shout it at every French person she saw that's so <laughs> fromage. good fromage. I, did, I did OC ask can I eat the baby bell yeah. I do love baby bell he was like bell. no no yeah you can have that it's like yeah free baby bell pocket baby bell lovely pocket baby yeah, bell random baby bell that some stranger has given to you not as good as pocket chicken yeah, mm. pocket chicken's a legend. Uh, just for view, uh, listeners, I don't legitimately go around with uh, chicken in my pockets all weekend. No, it only lasts KFC. until like it only lasts until like the Friday. Yeah, I was night, going to say. Really. Yeah, like, it's usually it, it has a whole rotisserie chicken is inside pocket. It's usually gone by Friday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kind of Ten like, o'clock, eleven o'clock, if you're lucky. Yeah, usually. basically. Yeah. yeah. Just I, listen to the sounds of <laughs> <laughs> and you'll find the cheese. <laughs> 
I did get to trade one of my narcotics for uh, some uh, rum as well for operating. So I got resources from the little mission as well. Narcotics? Like, you know how, like, I had Belvedere potions, like, just paint. Oh, just for like, yeah, um, okay. What are they called? Like, snake oil? Aphrodisiacs, yeah. pain yeah, killers, yeah, yeah, all yeah, sorts yeah. of... Like, not having any effects I see to uh, ruin the game or, like, cheat, but it's like... Yeah, drink this. I'll take the edge off type of thing. Mm, I like that. Uh, so yeah, they gave me some uh, drinking rum. No, operation rum in exchange. So that was a good thing. That paid off. How long do you reckon we stayed in the camp for then? Mm, I have Probably no idea. About forty-five yeah. minutes. Yeah, that sounds about right. I was going to say half an hour, an hour. I don't know. Um, well, that was definitely a fun non-com bit of RP I enjoyed. Yeah, I liked that. It was nice to have like an excursion from camp and like plot that wasn't combat. Because, mm. yeah, that's not a thing you get at Empire, really, you know, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. It's that film sim, like, vibe. Yeah, because we had, like, a, a low-com um, excursion at the first event. Do you remember, I think I said, where we, there was, like, a cache mm. that we were off to go find, and we found a few pirates wrestling over it, and we were, like, well, like, they were, like, non-coms. Didn't yeah. stop us shooting them. But I quite were. like that, because, like, as I say, when I'm going, when it's combat, I'm going around with a drum, and I'm, you know, yeah, basically yeah, just yeah. observing... So it's nice to, I mean, even though I couldn't speak the language, so I was still just observing. It's nice to see a different side of things anyway. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. After after all the thing with the French, obviously, I was once again playing dice games and doing riddles um, with the diamond when all of a sudden there was a, you know, a, a bit of a commotion because somebody had been kidnapped. And um, so all the all the crews start gathering at the front and we're like, right, who's been kidnapped? What's going on? What's gone? Um, two of the members of the chariot, in fact, had been kidnapped. <laughs> Branton Reed and um, what, Red Jen is, is Emma's name? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so before we left, we were driving away and Johnny flags the van down and he goes, so where are you going? Wedding, so nice, that'd be good. Do you want to <laughs> get kidnapped? I was like, Yes. It was like, right, cool, come see me when you get back. So we went, we went to the wedding, we got back, and we kind of were like, we brought our kit with us so we could get changed in the out-of-character area. I saw a few people, um, and if you, I was someone in the chariot was like, all right, come in, I think people are starting to stop eating dinner now. I was like, oh, I've got to go this way. And he's like, are you crew? I'm like, you'll find out. And he was like, what the fuck's going on? Um, so the plot had been to explain why we had not been there all day was that Jenny and Brandon had gone looking for, we'd heard, we'd, we'd, we'd been out going for a little wander through the woods and we saw like a glint of metal and we were like, oh, oh, treasure. And when we went to go nice to Nice little romantic stroll between you and Jenny. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't very romantic. I've told you this before, Brandon's very homosexual. Uh, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> He's a very gay man. Um, but we were, um, we went looking for treasure and we got clocked around the back of our head with a pistol. And as we were kind of groggily sitting there, we heard people talking. Um, and we woke up and we were tied to a tree and we were rigged with explosives. And we sat there tied to this tree, explosives, gags in our mouths, and we hear um, some crew members talking about um, a certain individual. Um, and I don't think you've really mentioned him, actually. The quartermaster of the Santiana. Don't really have much to do with him, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, so the quartermaster of the Santiana was one of the people that betrayed us in the first episode. That bastard. And he was back on the island. Practicer of voodoo magic and also um, 
just a bit of a cunt, really. But they were basically, Israel Hands, who was the captain of the Santiana when he betrayed us, had hidden some treasure on the island that we're on. And so our uh, they were talking about it behind us and they were like, um, the quartermaster of the Santiana, old quartermaster of the Santiana, can't remember his name now, uh, believes that it's on this island still. So that was a nice little bit of thing for us to hear. Anyway, we hear half the fucking town <laughs> come clattering through the woods, including, Brandon, Brandon, we are here to save you. <laughs> and we just kind of sat there and we're like screaming because we know there's explosives. Um, and then we're, again, we're kind of sat tied to the trees. We hear you all fucking clambering down. Do you want to say what you kind of got up to on the way down or what your experience was like? Me and Monsieur Lavender were on the hunt to find some fabric because we needed one more piece of fabric and a couple of bits of powder in order to complete the repairs to the uh, devil's daughter and make her seaworthy. And lo and behold, who do we hear has been kidnapped but the uh, powder princess himself? Brandon Reed. I don't oh. understand. <laughs> I remember a beautiful moment when all the crews were, chat- were gathering around. It's like, we need some powder monkeys. Chariot, who's your powder monkey? And they go, Brandon. <laughs> I don't like, I don't, I don't understand why I've become a powder princess. I don't understand where this has come from. Is that Tom's thing or? Yeah. Uh, uh, I, um... It might be because I keep calling her passenger princess because she doesn't drive. Maybe. But your Belvedere and Lavender just kept being like, ah, you little powder princess. I'm like, where has this come from? It's because, oh, well, we went to find Red Jane as well because she had was a fabric salesman. So you two yeah. being kidnapped together, it was like, Montego Lavender, are you thinking what I think? Yes, so I'm thinking what I'm thinking. We can be heroes. We can get the ship ready. <laughs> so you're after fabric and shot. That's why you came. Yes. That's so funny. And the reason I keep calling you Powder Princess is when we came round the corner, you're just lounging around, sat on your big throne of powder protecting it. <laughs> doing fuck all. I was about to be blown up by it. Getting a bit snarky on hence Powder Princess. <laughs> Oh, Christ. Yeah, so we kind of like see people. So we hear you all. So, right. Can you explain to me the commotion? Because I just heard like crash bang. Oh, no. His foot is in the bog. Okay. Oh, no. People are going to get blown up. So, I don't know if it was ginger this time. No, 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 no. We found a mine on the other side of the bridge. Ginger had already blown up a mine on the way down. Incredible. Intentionally or? Uh, I think accidentally. Oh, okay. Uh... And there was another one across the bridge. So everyone's been cautious about getting that bomb disarmed. Simultaneously, as that bomb's discovered, our dear friend Barty, played by <laughs> Callum, who's had a rough day already, but we'll go back to that, has gone across the bog to scout. On his way back, in short, in short pants and... Uh, sandals. Sandals. Completely sinks thigh deep in the bog. Yeah, well, did he fall off the bridge? Or? I think there was a rope, and he might have come off the rope, landed in the bog, <laughs> leg first. That was so funny. So Literally, like, I was like, we are not that far away. Why is it taking them I know, I was like right so at the back long. of everything. I was like, I want to go and participate in this quest particularly because it seems low-com, and it's obviously you guys and you're my friends, but there's so many people in front of me. There's no, I can't see what's going on. I don't on. know why half the fucking town. Ta- I'm guessing the chariot came. Yeah. 
But and then just like loads of other people. The devil's daughter wanted to come because we wanted that powder and uh, rag. Mm. Uh, but yet, bless you, Callum. Bless your muddy little toes. Oh, Callum. But uh, 40 pirates just standing unsympathetically <laughs> on the other side of the bridge. <laughs> laughing at it. There were people going like, why is it taking so long? Come on. It's like, hmm. And my mate next to us was like, He's going to be LARP legend now. That's so funny. Oh, my Ed's goodness. came in, nicknamed Potential One out of two, which will be revealed later, of Bogtoes. <laughs> Bogtoes. Mm. Oh. So, so once that's sorted out and he gets out of the bog, we come round the corner to see Red Jenny and Powder Princess Branton Reed <sighs> lounging on the throne of found powder. Yeah. And as we're like, the first person I saw was Ginger actually comes around the corner, like creeping really carefully. And I'm like shaking my head because we're gagging. Ooh, ooh, and they're like, can we come forward? I'm like, ooh. and he's like, can I take your gag out? I was like, ooh. took my gag out. And I was like, I am strapped to explosives. Mm. And they were like, oh. <laughs> so they were like, ages fiddling around the back. My bum's going, bear in mind, we have been sat here for probably about 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. Been eaten alive. Being eaten by alive flies. by mosquitoes. It was ridiculous. I could hear around my ears going, you know, that really high pitched mosquito sound mm. like around my ears. And I was like, we've been sick sitting in this fucking heat. I've been wearing this fucking coat for eight hours. Yeah. What the fuck have you been doing? Why? I was like, we would just sort you. Oh, well, like, this is ridiculous. Anyway, they're slowly undoing my explosives. Now, Brandon's quite grumpy now. Um, and I was trying to get the attention of my good friend, uh, Frenchie. And I'm trying to talk to Frenchie. And people kept keep telling Frenchie to back off and telling him to be white, telling me to be quiet. And I just was like, will you all shut the fuck up? I want to speak to my fucking crewmate. And then Frenchie comes over. I'm like, there's some treasure up there. Go get it. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> Meanwhile, you chuckle fucks. <laughs> well, of course, as we come around the corner, it's like, hello, Branton. Oh, hello, Branton. What are you doing sitting over there? We have come to save your senior, um, monster. Senor. <laughs> monster. <laughs> Uh, and then a, a, uh, someone from the diamond calls us over. It's like, Shh, you come over here. Because we, I've kind of come past it like, do you have a minor with you? It's like, no. No, we are all adults. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it too. Because uh, they'd located the treasure you were pointing, trying to point out to Frenchie of wood and uh, wood, metal and rock. So the rest of the rest of us are like, Okay. We'll do a deal. We'll split it between the diamond, the daughter, and which was the other one? The Marengo. No one else notices this. If we can get someone back to town to get this up, <laughs> we'll keep this. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm also smoking a pipe or pretending to smoke a pipe whilst you're like being untied from this explosive. Yeah. So I'm like, keep calm, Branton. If you die, I'll st stitch the pieces back together. Don't worry. Because <laughs> everyone else has been kept away. Yeah. Like, uh, Avery lets me stay because I'm a doctor. I literally had Pete from the Devil's Door. Ah, oh, salty Pete. Just sat in front of me, legs crossed, be like, you're right, Branton. <laughs> just with his guns like, how you doing? <laughs> it was very funny. Fucking love salty Pete. Oh, big fan. So whilst you're in danger and peril, me and Monsieur, Monsieur Lavender are trying to figure out a way of getting this uh, resources out of the situation. All of a sudden, Frenchie comes up and we're trying to just shoulder block her from coming through so we can keep <laughs> the I see Frenchie like, what are you doing? <laughs> Let me through. Oh, it's so it, it was so much fun. It was a good time. Eventually got untied, started to stagger back to town. Um, saw fucking Barty 
uh, with his like muddy leg. Like, what the fuck happened to you? The sandal came off as well. I think he lost that, <laughs> which is hilarious because he'd already lost some shoes that day. Oh, bloody hell! Uh, and then we hobbled our way back to town. Um, had some food. Yeah, it was nice. Got back. Um, Should I rewind to the yes, middle of the day? Go on, rewind. Yeah, if you want. So, what else did I get up to? Got sworn into the devil's daughter after the torture scene. We all did a good job. I stood up for first mates, but alas, did not get it, which I don't mind because uh, ship surgeon's coming up next are, time. Are you salty that I became a first mate and you didn't, even if it was a fake ship? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Like I say, I'm going to move hell and high water to try and get that ship ship surgeon. Ship surgeon. Ship surgeon for next time. John Connor air. <laughs> ship surgeon position. Uh, got little cool face tattoos and whatnot, which I, well, not face, but you can put them on anywhere. Most wore on them a face. I put them on the wrist. Didn't stick on a, but it was a cool thing to have. Mm. Officially part of the devil's daughter. Very exciting. One of my favorite moments, uh, our captain trying to get some fresh air, tries to open the window of the tavern. It just falls off because it's hinged for some reasons come off. So me and, uh, Monsieur Lavender's like, oh, look at our captain. He's so badass. Yes, look at him. He wants some fresh air, so he punches open a window. Just really being the worst hype men you could ever have. Uh, look at him. He's such a badass. Yes, I know. Look at him. We're on the coolest ship, aren't we? And all that lot. Getting all the hype up. Uh, it was a cool bit where some pirate hunters came in with someone bound and gagged. Wouldn't let them speak. Yep, I remember that. To which like, oh, cool, this could be something for the devil's daughter. Chariot pretty much took it over. Yeah, I remember that. That was good. Took the people out one by one and started slitting their throats. Meanwhile, the French had come back to town <laughs> and were having a big important meeting in the church whilst we're trying to look like a legitimate enter merchant town and negotiate. People's throats are being slit <laughs> in the streets. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Wow. Yeah. I'm such a fan. It it was fantastic. The prisoner got released. Apparently it was a friend of Reeves. I didn't really have much more to do with yeah, that. Yeah, the Reeves plot was very chariot-oriented. Yeah, I didn't find out who they, who Reeves was until after we left and we were in the van and you guys told me. I was like, ah. Oh. It was very, so that was like chariot plot. Yeah. So the way they kind of delivered it was like little bits for little, like the ships and stuff. Um, Just little guys. Yeah, so we got like that. that I Obviously I missed a good chunk of all the plot really um i missed the fact that i came back and someone tried to buy some shot off me i was like yeah i'll give you do it for six pieces of eight and he was like the fuck are you talking about i'm like what he's like prices have changed prices have really changed look at the price list it was like basically they like really undercut the um clerks so last event apparently like stuff was going for like a doubloon like almost like and then we went to um basically all the quartermasters like if we make our prices like rock bottom the clerks will have to follow yeah um so then i was like oh sweet so i like sold loads of powder to salty pete um had a good time had some food had some social times played liars dice it was good i was very tired um well, from my big day so it was you know taking things at a, a, a steady pace i think you say you were tired we were still up till 5am I I got a second wind. Yeah, I was, I was basically. <laughs> I like, could tell at three AM when we were sword fighting. <laughs> yeah, I was falling asleep at like half past eleven, but I was like, no, 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 I need to keep going. And then I kind of came out the other yeah. side. It was all right. Ah, uh, but yeah, the French plotline in town I didn't have too much to do with, but it seemed yeah. really interesting. So at one point I got to ask the door, and I was just watching it, and it, they came with a small squad of French people. 
like soldiers and you could see the French troops being led off by different crews. So the chariot kind of befriends one, leads him off into the woods. Doesn't come back, obviously. <laughs> uh, I think some go on patrol as the militia, kill another one. Uh, just slowly picking them off. And I think this is when Barty starts to become officially piss pop. <laughs> He's been spending hours negotiating, no, not hours, but like it seems like forever negotiating with the French, trying to get a good deal. This is working with the Spanish governor, impersonator, and yep. Montiel Lavender. Just as he comes to the end, someone goes and stabs another French shoulder. I think it was Will stabs another Incredible. French shoulder in front of the lieutenant, Incredible. completely blowing up all role play that had been done for that oh half an hour, God. 45 minutes. To which I think he got stabbed in the process from the French in retaliation. Who did? Uh, Barty. Uh, Barty. That's so funny. Fuck and so. so I think that's when the madness started to kind of develop. Uh, Barty starts to become piss pot. So where does the name piss pot come from? I believe another player on The Devil's Daughter. I apologize, I can't remember your character's name. When they were washed up on the island, Barty was like, I am Professor Watts at Watts of this town, cousin of this duke, or something along the lines. That could be yeah. way off, but it was that which the general vibe. Yeah. I said, oh, I'm going to cook, fall and cook fucking call you the Count of Pisspot then. <laughs> the Count of when you said where are the origins of the name Pisspot, I was going to go, oh, Celtic origins, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> from the Latin Pisspotte. <laughs> so yeah. Pieces Pottus. Pieces Pottus. Was an emperor. <laughs> and because I'm already... Like pissing pots. <laughs> because I'm already Bartholomew, there can only be one. <laughs> so it became Pisspot. Even though you're actually just Belvedere, really, aren't you? Who calls Dr. you Bartholomew? True. But that's still the case. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but there have been whisperings, I see, that ah, oh, we don't know if Pisspot, if he's the right fit for the crew. We shoot first, ask questions later, and here he is negotiating. And so the transformation begins, like those little jibes. And I think this was there, uh, flags up the great reasons of checking in with players. Oh, God, yeah. If you oh, start, yeah, like, yeah. I checked in with him. When you were all called in Pisspot in the tavern, I was like, mate, like, OC, is this, is this cool? He was like, oh, yeah, great time. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Always, never fear with checking in with players. Mm. That's why I will always recommend. Yeah, uh, it's always good. So I believe this is when we started, as you termed it, and I love this phrase, reeking him. Reek. Oh yes, 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 yes. Go, turn it going from Fionn Greyjoy to reek. Oh, I see. <laughs> Fucking air to some seat oh, somewhere in England to be bud. <laughs> Down. In Say the your name. No, nowhere. Say your name. Beast Say the line, Bart. <laughs> <laughs> Piss pot. Yay! Uh, but generally, I think the rest of the day, we went on a couple more excursions. Mm. There was one bit where I, uh, I'm coming back from town, find Salty Pete had been blown up in an explosion. So Love it. fixing his face, pulling out bits of shrapnel, getting off the burn wounds, uh, fixing all that up. Uh, getting to use my little bag of beads. That's always fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I feel like I did very well with my bag of beads. I might have been making people use bags of beads without for literally no reason. Nearly killing people for absolutely no reason. Actually, I got very lucky 75% of the time. It was only like the last excursion they started coming up red. 
That's so funny. Red is dead. Red is dead. Uh, so yeah, now I know in the rules I don't have to use the beads for everything. That's so funny. So I had one last thing on the Saturday. Um, that was a stealth mission. Stealth mission. So the at this point... Barty went on this to try and redeem himself and yes. win back his name. At this point, it had been revealed. I think the French had basically worked out those pirates. And the French were working with the pirate hunters to be like... Well, some of the French had, some of the French had worked out those pirates. And they here were working with the pirate hunters. And basically, we heard there was going to be a meeting. So we all stealthed our way. We went the long way to Viking. Sneaky, sneaky. So you can either go to Viking like a really short route or you can go all the way around like through the fort and stuff. So we did that, got to Viking, and we're all like hiding. And you can kind of see there's a fire and there's people all gathered around the fire. And as that kind of, uh, the French arrive and we hear them talking like, a, oh yes, we, it's been good on the island. Oh, we should probably be, uh, switch to English. Uh, so as if pirate hunters can understand. It was very funny. They were like, let us stand over here for no particular reason and speak at a good volume. <laughs> and we were like, lean in. Um, and basically one of them had a missive to take to the um, French ship to be like, pirates on the island, let's come sort them out. So the plan was, Chase them down, get them in oven, kill them. Um, so we were all like, it was really cool. Like it felt, it fe- it was really funny. It felt like a fucking, um, you know, like when you play a video game, there's like a stealth mission. And yeah. You're kind of like hiding in the shadows. And then you see the guards come and oh, kind of back off. Oh, Skyrim yeah. stealthing. So like I go up to the side of the building and then you hear guards clump, 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 towards you, so you back off a little bit. And then like, it's like literally the funniest, it's like NPC dialogue. Like they're like, what do you think of these French then? Oh, I don't know. I think they're a bit like back and forth stuff. And then we like hear the plot and then the pirate hunters go, right, we're going to go back to our ship. The French are like, oh, we'll go back to ours. As they leave, we all start to like come out and then we realize they've, they're really far ahead. So we start chasing them down. It's like, um, uh, bonjour, excusez-moi. Oh, oui, yeah, oui. And it's like, oh, 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 yeah, I lost. Can you help us? And it's like, who are you? It's like, and then just swords drawn. And we all kill the French and roll them into the bushes uh, to stop the message getting out. So it was a good bit of stealth. Yeah. It was yeah. very fun. Meanwhile, and I love this bit. Whilst you oh, I came this, back whilst this was happening. Yeah. Whilst you were doing this, and Barty's trying to restore his name, earn back his honor, be a courageous, vicious pirate. We had found out from the clerks that our captain can legally change people's names. <laughs> so whilst Barty's off trying to be a fucking infamous hero. Our captain and the clerks wrote up a document officially changing his name to Pisspot. Written up and signed by our dear Captain Lee, I think we the came... clerks, and Monsieur Lavender. We came into the tavern. <laughs> like, I think as this was happening. I'm glad I, I went to piss just before you got back and I was glad oh, I came in. Oh, it was so funny. Um, and then, yeah, I guess it was a usual... Evening at Hoist, sea shanties, liars, dice, blackjack. Absolutely. You know what the best bit about that though? We're going to get the fizz rep chain, uh, no, framed. Whack, there's a wax seal on it, and we're going to hang it, it above the bar. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, oh, so what's your funny. name? Piss pot, and everyone in the bar fucking cheers. Oh god, oh it's so. Good. That is how you get an awesome lark moment. Play off that. That was so funny. And then, yeah, like I say, had a lovely evening. See, Shatley's. Yeah. Uh, we played, we were playing, um, what was it, play? Wet or Dry, 
which is where you get your gun, you oh, point see, it at I someone. I didn't play that. I played yeah. Handy Knifey. Yeah. <laughs> because we got the uh, fabric and we got the shot. Oh, of course. Avery says if we got that, we could have medals. <laughs> and we got medals. <laughs> we were heroes. Which is like a bit like, I don't know if we can afford them. We don't have the med- uh, metal. If you can get metal, we will get you metal. I love, this is, the funny thing is, the funny thing about all of this is that very much Avery was like, these fucking idiots, I'm just going to send them foraging. Like, go yeah. on, get me some shit. Off you fuck. <laughs> this part leaves the bar. Two minutes later, comes back with two giant chunks of metal. She's like, uh, Avery's like, I have no choice. I have to give these chuckle fucks medals. Yeah, we're heroes. Medals all around. So uh, Salty Peach is 3D printing some models to give us next event. Oh, I love that. Dear. So fun. And yeah, we just pied on into the yeah. night. I signed a will for Monsieur Lavender. Oh, yes. So you've got a will now for where your stuff's yes, going. Yes, uh, most of my stuff will probably go to my daughter, Belladonna Belvedere. I like the idea that you would die in character and come back as your own daughter. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> now that. <laughs> now that. That one. is an idea. Mark knows I'm, no gender. Nope. No, exactly. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, no, I was a bit later to the tavern because I was sat around at the diamond camp. We were doing a bit of band practice or bardery. And I was like sort of figuring out some chords to some sea shanties because of course I'm not going to learn all these things before I get to LARP. No, why would you I? do that? Um, and it was, you know, fun playing in front of a couple of people, like, because I never play in front of anyone and I'm always want to, and I'm always daunted. So it was nice to actually play and sing in front of like a couple of the crew members. And, um, I dubbed our bard group Petals Round a Rose, which is the name of that awful dice game that many of you probably hate. Is that the one Will loves? Yeah, the one Will loves. Um, (laughs) and I also dubbed us the most annoying bards on the island, um, before we headed off and found the lovely um, contract that you would post it up in the tavern. Hey, and I got, finally got to the tavern and I was like, yes, I want to play some Liars Dice. I saw you at the table and you were like, I need to go for now. Um, but here you go. You can have my last two dice. Um, and then I'll, I'm, I'm, I'll be back later. I was and, knackered. I was so fucking tired. I and I won with two dice. That's crazy. I, I was, was yes. losing so badly. You're just not good at the game, Morgan. No, but then no, that's we, true. That's objectively. Like then a fact. we went for another game, and they were like, "All right, put money in this time." And I was like, "I don't have any money." So one of my crewmates chucked in like, "He's like, okay, I'll put in for you, but we've got to split it if you win." And I was like, "Yeah, that's fine." But then they added in new rules that I didn't know, and I was just like, oh, "Okay, well now I lost that time." I was like, "No, the, my strategy just destroyed now." <laughs> oh, I also wanted to mention as well before that, winding back, the vegetable stew you made. Absolutely delicious. I'm not sure if it was because just it was a proper meal when you're camping, but honestly, I was like, "This is the best thing you ever had." I I'm came so back glad more. you enjoyed. I it. loved it so much. It is a really good recipe. Yeah. Um, it's I've, I did it for you for the winter feast, but I think you, you know what I, I think, think did, did it. Yeah. I think I did it a couple of days earlier. Yeah. It, so like, it had, had like time to sat, and yeah. then by the time I heated up again, yeah, it was good. Shit. Just one of my favorite moments when you're playing wet powder when you shot a guy in the leg and then someone else shot him in the leg. Oh, so funny. So that's a uh, friend from Empire. Uh, I can't remember his character's name or Hoist. But yeah, it was literally like shot him in the leg and someone was like, oh, he's uneven now. Shot him in the leg. <laughs> and do you know what like the funny that. thing was? Obi then leans over because he's a... It gives him a tra- NPC and gives him a traumatic wound. <laughs> oh, oh, so wow. funny. So he's like, um, no, yeah. I'm too drunk to fix you. I'm off to bed. Good night. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you went to bed after I got injured, actually. Because ah. you came out to help me. 
Um, so I'm, you know, bragging about how good I am at Liar's Dice and being, you know, rude like that. Um, and then Petrol turns around to me, you played nicely handy. And I'm like, no, what's that? And they go, come here, follow me. Takes me outside, gets a, one of her lap safe uh, knives and throws it at me for me to catch. It whacks me in the nose. So of course, I dive to the floor screaming, ah, oh my God, somebody get a doctor. Dr. Belvedere drunkenly runs out yeah. and cracks my actually not broken, but actually just cut nose into place. So it breaks my nose. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, in, what did you do that for? <laughs> in the bar, piss pot, OC. It just like, everyone have out my room. So I was like, yeah, yeah. Malibu. He was giving out drinks to everyone. So um, uh. then like someone gives me fake blood to put on. And I've mentioned before, my character is incredibly squeamish, cannot stand the sight of blood. So I'm like, how bad is it? How bad is it? Uh, uh, oh God, oh God, how bad is it? And like, everyone's like, uh, like Daisy's character's like, oh no, it's fine, it's fine, don't worry about it. And I don't know if it was you or someone else at some point just went, go look in that mirror. <laughs> I went and looked in the mirror, I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> went outside, threw up. Um, oh, I, I love right. Fucking hell. I, yeah, because yeah, it was so, because I'm not a combat character, I've never been able to roleplay an injury before. It was oh. so much fun and I milked it for everything it was worth. Oh, fucking hell. And then, yeah, um, sea shanties and sitting around drinking and I chatting. Know I miss sword no fights. character stuff, but I still feel the FOMO going to bed at 2 a.m. Yeah. yeah. We were up to, whole, we were up till four. Th- five. It was five. Morgan. We were up till five. How did you we drive us home? We were. I, I was scared. We were literally. <laughs> I was like, don't say anything, Kerry. We were literally like, it was, the sun was up. We were yeah. like, lying on the like, floor. We don't go to sleep now. We are not going to be able to sleep. Like, uh, <laughs> people were going to the toilets and we were just kind of, because there's like a hut and then just bit down the way. Toilets, and everyone was just like lying there, waiting for everyone to be done. Yeah. Just, oh, it was so funny. It was hilarious. Fun little OC times. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, the, what can I tell you, Tom? Don't leave. Don't, yeah, don't go to you bed see, at three I did, in the morning. I did the um, Friday night staying up to like four in the morning. Yeah, yeah to be fair, see, I went to bed a bit earlier then. You, you say that, Tom. You say that. I do it all if I don't. The other reason I didn't do it the next day is because I was driving to a wedding. I think yeah. the only reason you stayed up till 5 a.m. was probably because you missed that much of the day. Yeah, I was literally so... But that's and because when other I was, people were awake too. When I was getting tired at like half 11, I was like, yeah. no. No, I'm staying up. I will push through this. And I did. Mm. Um, I had a lovely chat with some friends, like little OC chats with people as well, catching yeah. up with who I don't get to see very much. Well, it's nice because that's the thing with, because we live up north and a lot of the LARPs are down yeah. south, a lot of people live down south, so we don't yeah. get to see them You fuckers need to move up north. You yeah, everyone come here. Yeah. I think there are LARP systems with people, I just don't. Yeah, none that we have attended yeah. or, you know. But yeah, that was Saturday. So, after a pretty big night of drinking, smoking, Playing dice. Chilling. Chilling. Uh, woke up the next day. Uh, pretty fresh, all things considered. And got ready for... Now, I believe the mission of the day was an escort mission. Yeah, I was hoping for a town siege because someone said there could possibly be a town siege. I, every single Empire event I've been to on the Sunday, every single time we've left town... And Empire people, event. Sorry, I laugh a bit. Everyone's been like, oh, if we come back, there might be a siege because they always do that. They haven't done it once. Yes. Yeah, I keep hearing about siege. Sloth? No. Lust? Wasn't a siege. And do you remember uh, Noodle Time? No, but what? No, sorry. So what? Oh, I'm thinking of something. Do you know what? Ignore me. I'm talking bullshit. Always do. Basically, what I was thinking, fuck you. <laughs> what I was thinking was people often say that like when we leave town, they're going to fill the town full of NPCs. So when we get back, they're all like, right, you motherfuckers, we've taken over your settlement. Yeah. 
which they always say, oh, but they haven't done whilst they've been there. No, but this yeah. was an escort mission because yes. Oily brought me and Daisy to the people we were escorting and introduced us as bards who would be entertaining them. Um, and we had to play, and we played Drunken Sailor for them and then just followed them around with our instruments and created thematic music. And I actually felt like I had a part in that, like, non but in that combat, even though it was a non-com, like it made more sense for me to be there. We were like, yeah, everything's fine. It's all good. <laughs> um, yeah, so I felt like I had a bit more of a um, thing. And we also had adopted the, um, oh, what's the, the Rusty Compass song? Da, 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 Because like, I taught Daisy how you can sort of slap a guitar to make yeah. the noise. Yeah, Daisy this, brought a guitar that can't yeah. play. Yeah, so she knows like two chords and I taught her how to like slap it so we could make some different sounds with it and stuff. Um, so I'm like there banging my drum. She's tapping on the guitar. And like, actually, you know, I feel like we actually got a vibe going there. And it was quite It was good. a really good vibe. Yeah, thank you. Um, and yeah, Kitty come past at one point. She's like, I really like the soundtrack to this battle. I was like, yeah, thank you, Kitty. We were escorting the French lieutenant out of town. I think they're like, yes. let's get out of here. We need to get the French lieutenant out of town safely so the French don't get suspicious and send a fleet over to our yes. port. Uh before that, yeah, there was just standard church time for the Santiana. Me and the devil's daughter just sitting outside in the middle of the street on stools because it was so fucking hot. I just love getting ready to raring to go. There's a, there's a picture of me just with my two little implements, like pretending to stab with my like scalpel and sort of like ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> just a little maniac on the battle. Well, the captain says Nietzsche. No, Nietzsche. That's other character, Belvedere. Just go fucking have him. Have some fun. I forgot to say, I sold all my shot that morning. All that shot? I went around. Everyone, I sold all my shot. I made like a fat stack of coins. Most likely to the devil's daughter. Uh, a lot of it to the devil's daughter, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, then I, and then I left myself with one shot, I think. Or maybe I bought one back from someone. Because um, uh, I was like, I'll find it on the battlefield. It'll be fine. Um, and then, yeah, we started to roll out. And then had some good old-fashioned ILARP combat. Yeah, it was great. We in the devil's daughter with a vanguard. Yeah. The Marengo in all the finery. Oh, so the Marengo, I don't think we've mentioned this. The Fucking Mar love it. So you can gamble with the clerks in this game to win more stuff. But they'd run out of stuff to gamble. So they gambled their clothes. Except the pants. Except their pants. And they lost. So for the rest of the weekend. The I Mar like to think this was specifically a ploy because it was so hot. Yeah. They could just take their clothes off. Yeah, but I like that like, they've interwound it into a beautiful story. Uh, but the Mangarengo were literally walking around in their pants yeah. for the rest of the way. It was so funny. Yeah. They were so doing like good. proper like dancing on the com on the field like yeah. we were in. Um like doing proper... In like, just their pants. Uh, yeah. Top tier game. Great. So funny. Um, but yeah, running around, I had a great time. There's not much... Yeah. I, there's not. There's no particular moments. There's some real cool moments where like... I think my fit actually one standout moment was like I'd shot someone and I was like a little gremlin like looting every single corpse. Um, and as I was looting a corpse bursting out of the trees, a pirate, yeah! And actually, no, I hadn't fired my gun. So I just pulled my gun out and shot him in the gut. And it collapsed next to me. I was like, oh, fucking hell. And then continued to loot both of them. <laughs> and I then think ran off. Every shot I had this game except one in town misfired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's fuck. It's real fucking hard. I had a lot of fun during this combat. Like, the diamond were meant to be scouting forward, doing all that lot. The devil's daughter got bored and just steamed ahead, mm. taking out everyone. I think at one point, we got the NPC, uh, safe, the package, effectively, the lieutenant. Yeah. So close to the end, everyone else, 
there was a bit of a hold up with everyone else needing reinforcements because there was muskets or something like that. I can't quite recall. Yeah. So they... you were being shot down. We didn't want to go back and leave the uh, lieutenant unprotected and lose the progress we made. So there was about 15 minutes where we just stood there. And then we decided, you know what? We'll just push on. We'll just push on. We'll take out ever's left down the road. There was two NPCs just like at the end of the road. Like, well, then one of them, this is one of my favorite moments in the whole game. It's like, you, you pirate scum, send forward your best duelist. I'll fucking have you with my sword. Uh, I think it was Salty Pete. Or was yes. it the first thing? Just pulls out his pistol and shoots him. Like, well, gun wins, beat gun beat sword. Oh, that's so good. Fucking Indiana Jones shit right there. It was fucking hilarious. Oh, that's so good. Peak devil's daughter. And then because we took out the last two NPCs in the way, the French uh, lieutenant oh, got so to go home. Funny. We had um, a few moments where, so I've, as we've discussed before, the Santiago and the Chariot have a, um, shall we say, fractious relationship. Yeah. And uh, we had a funny, we had a moment in the battle, like quite a few times, chariot members were appearing to help Santiana in certain points, like backing them up when there was stuff. And it was like, the captain turned around. It's like, why is it every time, like every time something happens, the chariot come to help. And he turns, he goes, the irony does not escape me, which is just really funny. It was just very cool to be like, we were kind of keeping up with them, which was good. Uh, I got, I did cut out the liver of one of the, I think I cut out the liver of the duelist and the heart. And like, oh, this makes samples later. Maybe we could cook these up and feed them to Pisspot. <laughs> he might enjoy that. A good bit of liver, a bit of kidney, delicious. And later on, Kitty's like, Tom, are you playing the cook? It's like, no, I'm the surgeon. <laughs> yeah, I remember we were talking about, wait, are you doing cannibalism? <laughs> you were like, yeah, liver and onions. Mm, yum. <laughs> um, not Belvedere. He's not Not cannibal. the first time. No, not the first time that the fucking, flesh. not the first time the fucking uh, devil's daughter's been accused of cannibalism. Huh. Uh, there was one moment I saved the captains of the diamond's life, which I hold myself in high regard for my surgeon skills. And then we got three, three different perspectives on this bit because I wasn't there for the bit itself. But surprise, 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 fucking surprise, another member of the diamond got captured. This was so funny. So explain from your perspective what happened for me. So I don't know. You're the around. neutral party in this room. Kerry's glaring at me. I'm glaring at Kerry. I have at some point had like my leg fucking ruined by someone. I just got patched up and I was hobbling over to see what was going on. And there was some either pirate hunters or Frenchies. And we're like, we've got one of your crew. He says he's I think the... they were pirate hunters because we were escorting the Frenchies. Yeah, that's it. Yes, we've got one of your crewmates here. He's from the Diamond and Captain. And he's like, it's not one of mine. He's like, surrender or we'll shoot him. And Captain Lee just goes, shoot him. I don't care. And then they're like, all right. And then they shoot him in the back of the head. And then the lead, your Captain Lee goes, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and then walks. <laughs> and, I, and they're like, the diamond's like, what the fuck did you do that for? Captain Lee was like, I did say if the diamond got kidnapped, I'm not I fucking just, helping them anymore. It was when we got back to camp and the diamond were all in uproar about the devil's daughter and how horrible. And I was like, oh my God. And like me and Daisy stood there knowing full well that our OC boyfriends are on the devil's daughter. Like, it's so how, funny. Do, how do we play but this? It was, literally just, it was literally just like um, the, 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 the diamond kicking off and he was like, I said, if the diamond get kidnapped again, I'm not fucking saving them. Do you know what the best bit is though? his face for the entirety of that is just like the cat from that meme where the woman's shouting at him. Yeah. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. But the best bit, I think, about that encounter was someone from the diamond's been captured. 
No one seems to rush. <laughs> no one goes to try and help the dime. Someone shouts, piss pots down. Everyone's like, piss pots down, piss pots down. The devil's daughter goes charging to save Mobilized for piss pots. <laughs> we'll save that bastard's life. We didn't work so hard to bring him down for him to die right Why now. Why do I feel like piss pots the only one who's got hazed like he's pledging a fraternity or something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, get to him. And I pulled a couple of reds out of my bag that day. So I, I, it's the surgeon, I had the ability to turn a red the dead in, a, into a... White. White, yes. What is it? Um, back is black. Black, back, black, you're back. White, you'll be all right. Red, yeah. you're dead. Yeah. He runs around in the bag, pulls out a red. I'm like, thank fuck I have this last yeah. one left. So he's obviously injured, but he's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh dear! It, it was a it was a good last encounter. It Everyone awesome got again. good involved. Oh, yeah, I say I sold on my shop. Didn't run out of shot once. Just looted so many people. My favorite thing was there was a, a member of the Santiana who was particularly religious. Who every time he killed someone would kind of do a little prayer and then walk off. And I went to the chariot and I went, just so you know, that one doesn't loot corpses. So just follow him around. <laughs> so every time we kill someone, I'm like, thank you, thank you, <laughs> like running around. Uh, but yeah, it was a really good final encounter. Got back to town. We had some lovely photographs taken. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I have a, one last thing that I absolutely loved. Yeah, go on then. There was the stuff with the Santiana. There were a big kickoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a parlay. Go on. Do you guys know what happened there? Because I only oh, really caught yeah, I was sat like close enough to see Salty Pete running away. So, <laughs> you know the drama with the diamond and the devil's daughter has just happened. Mm-hmm. There's a big kerfuffle in ta- uh, the parlor. <laughs> oh, no, not a kerfuffle. <laughs> a, a kerfuffle. Oh, my God. An extreme kerfuffle. And God bless him. We The devil's daughter had been having a shooting competition to see who's going to be the gunnery sergeant. And Salty Pete and another member were neck and neck. <laughs> so Salty Pete, bold as brass, the beautiful bastard, goes up and just shoots one of the people in parlay. Uproar. And uproar. Yeah. It's a big pirate no-no to shoot someone in parlay. (laughs) Salty pee. So. He looks so happy when he's scared away. (laughs) So there was a lot of people calling for his head. The clerk's like, Captain, you've got to discipline your crew, but this normally means death. Captain Lee and the first mate shoot Salty Pete in the leg. It's like, did I win? Did I kill him? And just like in pain. Uh, and they were like, no, he survived. He's like, shit, didn't kill him. Oh. And I'm like, should I patch him up, Captain? Can I Can I patch him up now? It's like, let him suffer for a bit. <laughs> He's got to learn this lesson. And there's a beautiful picture of the first mate, not looking angry, just disappointed at Salty Pete. Now, it looks like he's going to have to be executed for this. Breaking parlay, big no-no. Until, by some fucking miracle... It's like God was laughing in some deranged way. The parley completely broke up and the Santiano went for the parley. To which we're like, Salty Pete, get on your feet now. Go, go, get go, go, out. Go, 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 go. You have not been seen here. Yeah, sh- you, this never happened. Go, go, go. So whilst everyone's been punished on the Santiana, obviously you can't shoot five members of a crew, can you? Uh, you could. Uh, it wouldn't balance the game a uh, bit, Yeah, they just come back. Yeah, they they all get. I think their hands cut or something like that. Oh, okay, so they get as yeah, punishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, 
You can't spare them and kill Salty Pete. So he gets off the hook. Except for the last scene in the game. Yeah, this is like the end. Everyone's of the game. called round. Captain Lee gives this great speech of a Salty Pete, you broke the code. You shot a man under parley. That is a death sentence. But we're not going to kill you, Tate, and just clubs him around the yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a speech, wasn't there, about like, we've got to stick together. That was it's, the clerk. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, that's yeah. game. <sighs> what a way to end it. Like, it was a half weekend for me, but I had an absolute fucking ball of time. Best event. Best event ever of all time. I think... You know me, love my pirates. You've been hyped, yeah. you hyped up so yeah. much. I was green with envy last time. So good. I can't remember the last time I stayed up till the sun started coming mm. up again. So like that. I know, I've sat, I mentioned this, but it was when we were that she sat in that pub. I was like, just checking, you doing all right? It's like this is the best thing I've ever done. <laughs> Uh, I was like, good, she's enjoying So we came back and you were like, so, Kerry, would you rather go to Second Breakfast or go back to Hoist? I was like, Hoist, Hoist let you finish. Would you rather go to Hoist? No, we were talking about Second Breakfast. We were talking about, can I afford to go to the Second Hoist? Spoiler alert, I've made it work. I mean, I think I'm going to be a bit hungry that month, but it's I'm going. I just, I'm very excited. Yes. Um, for Hoist of Colours in 10 weeks. For listeners, it should be about 10 weeks today. In two days, we have Second Breakfast. Two days at the time of recording. Yeah. And then next week's Empire. But you should be listening to this, listeners, when we are sat yeah. in the ILARP. Yeah, you'll be on the way down to second breakfast. Yeah. Woo! Uh, give me little hobbits. And then, so we won't be talking about that until after Empire talk, probably. Yeah, probably. So be a while for that. Uh, I'm, now I've said the schedule, it's going to get fucked. But so this week that you're listening to now is Hoist. Next week should be pre-LARP, then Empire. And then we'll probably talk about second breakfast after that. Um, Guys, Tune in to the LARP noobs. Dave's probably going to be organised and get it out like that. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, if you want to hear about that, uh, different perspectives and dis- different different perspectives. Dave has this well, beautiful yeah. talent of just missing all plot. Dave, Dave plays his own little game. I love it. I mean, I Dave. also miss all plot and play my own little. Yeah, game. that's what we all do. It's great. Little guy, just <laughs> a little guy. So if you don't want to wait for Morgan's schedule, tune into the LARP mm. noobs. Check out that little guy's play. Well, as I would always recommend, go back and just listen to our Flying Lead Nightmare episodes because they're the best ones. Please. Like, they're, honestly, so my favourite. I think it's Alex's masterpiece, oh, Flying Lead Nightmare. But yeah, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Um, Woo! If, if you, a few ways you can support us. Uh, if you're listening to us on YouTube, give us a like, give us a subscribe. Um, if you are listening to our podcast up, give us a review because that helps us a bunch. Uh, also, we have a Patreon as well, which details in the description. And if you haven't been to Empire yet, you can get £15 off your first ticket by using our discount codes in the description. But yeah, thanks very much for listening, everyone. And we will see you next week. Bye, See friends. you next week. Bye. Bye.